You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing post and core systems and strategies to ensure strength and stability in every placement. Our guest is Dr. Sam Simos, a nationally recognized key opinion leader in cosmetic and restorative dentistry. He lectures around the country and writes articles in professional publications on the use of innovative dental techniques and materials. Dr. Simos, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk. Oh, thanks, Bill. It's always great to be here with you. So uh, we had a real successful podcast previously. You talked about uh, resin-modified glass onomers and when to use them and the difference between the traditional GICs and the, the new ones, the new RMGIs, um, and that was very, very well-received. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, post and core strategy. As an ex-endodontist, I'm familiar with that because I, I used to put posts and actually do the cores on almost all the cases that were referred to us back in the day when I was in Philadelphia uh, practicing endodontics. But um, so if you try to pull a fast one on me, Sam, I'll, I may jump <laughs> on and try to correct you. So why does the clinician need to consider a post and core these days for an endodontically treated tooth? Well, it's interesting because the, the, the number of post and cores that are being performed out there today has decreased dramatically. If you ask a group of dentists, um, you know, how many, how many of them, how many, how many dentists do uh, traditionally a post and core on every endodontically treated tooth? Uh, very, very few people raise their hands. So I think that you're seeing less and less post and cores being done, but, but I think that they're a necessity and I think we need to reconsider and re reevaluate doing more post and cores uh, for the endodontically treated tooth. Yeah. I mean, as an endodontist, we only did posts on teeth that needed to have them, which was in our, in our, practice that was defined as a tooth that was severely broken down. Um, right. And again, we only used passive posts. We used um, posts that were parallel and they um, were passively placed in the tooth where there was a, a adequate gap of cement between the post and the canal wall. So, you know, according to all the research showed that was it was actually better than screwing a post in where there was direct contact of the post to the dentinal wall. But um, there are some new posts out there that are even more interesting as far as passivity and how they integrate with the core materials. So tell us a little bit about some of these new products that are out there that are used with these uh, core materials. Right. Well, the the important thing is that we get a seal, right? That we get a, a, a nice tight seal because we want to protect the, the the root canal that's been done, and uh, and then we want to also maintain that integrity of the of the post. Um, but but a lot of clinicians, I think, have a have a, a kind of a, a, an odd view of post. They they look at the post as being a, um, a stability for the crown itself, and and in reality, it's not. It's just meant to stabilize the the buildup that we put on the tooth. So um, so one of the things that has changed in 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 uh, posts is that we've gotten to these fiberglass posts, and then um, we've we've gotten into these resin. Um, reinforced posts so that, that so that they're easy to bond into place and and you can get that seal around in the in the chain in the pulp chamber um in the cleaned pulp chamber um, and so i think that's the biggest difference but the the biggest problem with posts is the technique in putting the post in um, you can't overlook the fact that the technique is the key here and the the, the types of uh, dual cure resin cements you use and the type of adhesives that you use is very very important you, you know it's very difficult to use a third or fourth generation adhesive 
uh, with a with a bonded post. So um, so we have to be careful with how we integrate these posts into the into the um, into the chamber and and how we we prepare these things. So. Um, so yeah, th those are I think the main issues with with posts and and what I think the clinicians need to be understand about today's new new posts. Yeah, no, actually that's a great point that you're making, Dr. Simos, because endodontically there's nothing worse than to over instrument the canal with a post drill where you're making the canal too wide to accommodate a post that is probably wider than it should be. And again, the purpose of a post, like you said, is is to support the core, but also, it's to distribute the forces from the crown into the core and then into the root system. So you want to take right. forces away from the ferrule area, which will help maintain integrity of your ferrule and your margins, and distribute the forces down into the root system. And that post does that effectively if it's put in passively, like we described, um, and there's an adequate layer of uh, resin cement around the post between the dentinal wall and the post wall. So, yeah, yeah, I like to think of it as a, as kind of a shock that you're using the the post and the system of the of the post the way you put it in and the ferrule and the and what remaining walls you have of the core um, that it's it's almost like a shock absorber for the for the tooth and and so everything kind of works together if it's done well and it's a it's a beautiful system exactly so that's why and I agree I think there's a, a prevailing opinion of, of yes you got to do posts on all endodontically treated teeth and then you get some KOLs out there that say you know, post fracture teeth, and then everybody right. swings the other way, and they don't want to do any posts. Um, right. Like you said, if you prepare the post space properly and place the post properly, then you, like you, you say, you have a beautiful system that works together. Of course, you need that feral effect, but you're essentially protecting it with the distribution of forces down into the canal. And, and I think that one thing is that the clinicians um, kind of overlook that feral effect. It's very important that you have, and, and let me just explain that. I'm sure everybody knows, but just so that everyone's on the same page, the ferrule effect is a two millimeters circumferentially around the margin of the tooth that you have solid tooth structure remaining. So you have at least two millimeters circumferentially. And then whatever else, if you have, you know, a three millimeter wall on, on one wall, that's that's even better. The the thing that really needs to be understood is, is that if you have a tooth that's fractured where you've lost a great amount of tooth structure and you don't have that ferrule effect and you place a post in and then you bond a core material around the post and then you put your crown on where you don't have that crown margin on at least two millimeters you will get a failure almost every oh, you, single time you know what pretty much every time you can count on it and it won't be a, over the time failure it'll be a quick failure you can pretty much count on it on a on a failure every time this is overlooked you need that feral effect and you need to have have a good um solid foundation for that for that post so right. so absolutely can't you can't stress that enough Right. And if you don't have it, you need to get crown lengthening, correct? I mean, you need absolutely. To, yeah. So, and that crown lengthening is a whole other podcast, and that's a, we'll bring a par, <laughs> we'll bring a periodontist in for that one. We've talked about what we need to have to get a successful post and core, and we've talked about things that are certainly going to lead to a, a failure. What post system is out there that that's currently different? You know, tell us about it. I use a lot of post systems, uh, and if you've listened to my other podcasts, so I'm a big believer in having a lot of different materials on the shelf in the same category. So, uh, but the the post I'm using now is called Rebuild Post GT by Voco, and um, and if you've heard any of my other podcasts, I use a lot of Voco products, but but I like this Rebuild Post GT because it's 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 kind of like rebar for the post. They're bundled glass fiber, uh, reinforced resin posts so so you'll you'll see these posts and they they have they look like little um glass tubes but they're 
fiber-reinforced glass tubes, resin, you know, resin-reinforced posts. So, so it's like almost like a bundle of posts in one little post, and they come in different sizes. Um, but literally, you put this in, and it will act like rebar in cement. You put them in, and it strengthens that post so much, and then you can use it for your core because what you do with these with these um, little fiber fiber bundles is that you can spread them out into your post. And there's a great picture that I have on, on Instagram um, uh, at Dr. Sam Simos um, that you can see these, these, these posts are coming out and my buildup, my, my core is going to be that much stronger because these posts are going all the way throughout my core, not just in one little center area. So it's a pretty cool material. And the other thing I like about it is that these, glass fibers are, re are resin reinforced. So when I'm bonding that post in with a resin cement, I am actually bonding to resin. So it makes it even that much more stronger. Again, the integration is totally complete. So, so it's a pretty neat product. And I've had great luck with it. And um, certainly it, it, you know, one of the things I asked uh, uh, clinicians when I'm speaking is how many people have taken off your temporary and the core and the post come out all at once. And you'd be amazed at how many chuckles and, and, and how many hands I have come up because it happens all the time. And so one of the things I want to say is it's not just about the post anymore, especially with these reinforced glass fiber posts. It's also about the adhesive and the cement you use to put them in. Make sure everything is compatible. Um, I use Futurebond U uh, for my adhesive to put everything in because um, I don't have to worry about whether or not it's compatible with my dual cure resin cement. So tell us about preparing that post space for this product or, or another product that has the same kind of configuration. Cause I, I did hear about rebuild post GT on a previous podcast that we've done from another KOL. And it, it's, so this is a very flexible material before it's bonded, oh, yeah. right? It just, you could bend it. You can bend it. Yeah. Right. So one That's of the, cool. one of the real benefits is, is that you don't have to over, instrument or over drill the canal space uh, for the post to be uh, cemented in, right? You can use a more conservative Correct. approach. Correct. So, so it does come with some drills that you can use because these fiber bundles come in different sizes, basically small, medium, and large. You can drill them out to form to that particular bundle. But if you have a smaller space um, and you need to you know, prepare it a little bit differently, you can definitely clean it out and, and, and take out some of the glass fibers in there and make it fit, adapt to any any space you want. So it's pretty easy to pre prepare. It's very, very simple. So as, um, as far as cementing it in, can you tell us about how you prepare? So you have the gutta percha in there. Does the endodontist do the root canal for you or you do your own root canals? I, I do both, but I, let's just say an endodontist does it, which is fantastic. Um, I can have them prepare a post space for me, um, and I'll tell them what size, or they can tell me what size they prepare it to, um, and then I can go ahead and pick the bundle that that closely matches the the, the size that they 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 gave me, or I can um, I can prepare it myself. And usually, I'll, I prefer preparing the post space myself, um, but but it can happen either way. If you're working with an endodontist that you feel maybe over-instrumenting, hopefully not, but over-instrumenting the yeah. post-canal space or the post-hole, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah. you know, let them know you're using a post system that does not require that. And uh, Correct. A very, a great, very, great comment. Yeah, very conservative post space is all you need. 
and you're using whatever, in this case, rebuild post GT, and you're gonna drop those that fiber bundle in there. So once the post base comes back to you, if it's prepared by the endodontist, the gutta percha is removed. What do you do to the dentinal walls prior to cementation of this? Okay, so what I usually do is I'll, I'll go in and I'll, I'll clean it out, clean out the dentinal walls with a phosphoric acid, um, but I'll make sure that I get it all down there and put it in with a just a paper point. Um, so I'll make sure that I really clean out the canal space um, well, and then I'll rinse it and irrigate it. I'll usually get a little endo tip down in there just to make sure that I irrigate everything out of there. And then I'll make sure that I dry everything. I know Alterdent has some pretty cool little little um, tips that you can get down into the canal, but usually I just use a, a paper point or something like that. Just make sure everything is completely dry and clean. Once it's all clean, then I'll use my Futura Banyu. And I like to use um, a dark cure adhesive. And that's what Futura Banyu is. You also need to make sure that whatever uh, dual cure resin cement you're using down in that post space, I know it seems like a small space, but you really need to make sure that your adhesive and your, um, your dual cure resin cement is compatible. So the next thing that I do is I'll put my Futura Banyu. Futura Banyu is by Voco. Um, it's a really cool adhesive because it's always fresh chemistry and it's, it's, uh, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but it's a, it's a nice, uh, it's a, it's a nice adhesive to use whether you're using a direct or indirect. Uh, it's a kind of an all around adhesive that you don't have to worry about. And you just, it just works really, really well. So I'll, I'll get a, an applicator, put it all the way down into the, into the, uh, into the canal. And, uh, before I do that, I'll go ahead and take those glass bundled fibers and it's they're all hooked together so you don't have to worry about them coming apart or anything and they have a um, a little additive that you can put onto these glass bundled fibers that make them active that make the resin active on the on the fibers and um, then i'll go ahead and i'll put my uh, dual cure resin cement um, usually the rebuild a build up material and um, put it down into the canal fill it up push my post into the canal and then i like here that's about it so very, you very easy. yeah, so that, that was great. You don't really use a uh, dedicated resin cement. You use the core material on the bundle. Correct. And then you seed it. But do you add the core material into the canal space after the future of on you is is applied? Correct. So I'll, I'll make sure that my future on you is put in with a paper point, and so it's very very thin, very easy. Um, I, I make sure it's all in there, blow it out of there, blow all the the primer out of there, and then I will then I'll just go ahead and and. With a small little cannula, I'll put my dual cure resin cement into the canal so that I can just barely see a little bit come out. And then I'll push my bundle glass fiber, um, the rebuild the post right into the canal. Right, but it's not but it's not resin cement, it's core material. You, you, it's you, core material, yeah. Right, right. You, you use it, you're using it as a resin cement, but it's actually, what's the name Correct. of the core material? Uh, rebuild a core. Essentially what you're saying is you, you're, you're enjoying using a system by Voco, in this case Voco, but our listeners may have preferences for another company, but you like the system because you're, you feel confident that all the different components are compatible. I do. I, I do. I like staying in, in one, you know, if I'm using a post from one company, I like using the build-up material or the cement from another. If I'm using a adhesive from one company, I like using the, 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 the cement from the, the same company. So I'm, I, I just think that they work together well. Um, but, but certainly, with Futura Banyu and Rebuild a Post, you don't have to use their build-up, you know, their core material. You can use if you if you have a, a, a dual cure resin cement or dual cure core material, 
uh, on your shelf, then use that by all means. You don't have to get the entire, you know, kit. We didn't talk about how much gutta percha to leave at the end. The old school uh, that I was under when I graduated endo school and, and dental school was five millimeters or more is preferred of, yeah. of gutta percha. Is that still the case? Today? That's still the case. That, yes, five to six millimeters is what I, the rule of thumb I go by. Um, and I, I don't, I, I feel a little uncomfortable if I had any less than that. Right, right. And then uh, the technique seems fairly simple. Uh, and make sure you communicate with your endodontist that if you're using a system where it's a conservative post system that's even flexible like this one is, which is really yeah. innovative, it's super innovative, um, and put these bundles down there, you're, uh, as Dr. Simo said, it's an incredible reinforcement system to carry the, the stresses and forces down into the root canal system, essentially maintaining your core and protecting your feral effect from uh, like a shock absorber would do. And that's exactly what it's doing. So great stuff, Dr. Simos. We'll see you on an, another podcast shortly. You're going to be talking about self-adhesive resin cements for zirconia and lithium disilicate crowns. Until then, uh, have a great day. Right. Looking forward to, uh, to talking with you more. Thanks, Bill.